Welcome to the 10 Loans a Month podcast, where mortgage brokers become business owners. And now, your host, Scott Peckford. Hey, Broker Nation. Welcome to the 10 Loans a Month podcast, where mortgage brokers become business owners. I'm your host, Scott Peckford. Let me ask you a question. Can one mortgage broker realistically fund 250 files a year? Is it possible? Is it human? Recently, in one of the Facebook groups that I managed, Jake asked this question. He said, how many mortgages can one mortgage broker realistically do? And what he was referring to is what could one mortgage broker do with no assistant, no help? And of course, the answers were all over the board in terms of what people expected or thought was possible. And Jim Terlucas, a friend of mine, he posted that he thought it was 250 mortgages. And of course, that number seems insane, 250 mortgages in a year. So not, we're not talking about in a month, 250 mortgages in a year. And we ended up doing a call. So we had hundreds of people come to this call and we kind of broke down how Jim is, the process that he has in place in order to fund 250 mortgages. So if you'd like a copy of that, just shoot me an email, Scott at 10 loans a month, and I'll send you a copy of that recording. But let me just take a step back and explain sort of why Jim can do it and why there's a 99.9% chance that you can't. So the first thing you have to understand about Jim's business is he has 7,000 past clients. So he has a lot of past clients and 65% of his business comes from his past clients and client referral. 30% comes from some contracts that he has in place, which I'll explain in a minute. So when he has 7,000 past clients, that's a lot of clients to be constantly being able to, to work with. The second thing to keep in mind is that Jim does no prospecting. He, on average, gets about 20 leads a day. And in fact, he has to put in place some extreme filters for people. So his typical phone call, seven to 10 minutes, here's what I need, here's how we can help you. Here's, go fill out this application. If they don't fill it out, he doesn't care. Doesn't follow up, doesn't track them down. Because when you're getting 20 leads a day, and you're going to, let's say you're funding 60 mortgages a month, 60 to 50 to 60 mortgages a month, he's not going to even trade chase these people. Whereas most of us humans, average people are going to be like, hey, I got a lead, I'm going to follow up with this person, I'm going to put a process in place. And so because he does no prospecting, because he has 7000 past clients, and the third piece that he has that is very difficult to replicate is he has contracts with large financial planning firms that send him leads, relocation companies, And so these contracts provide a steady source of leads for him. And so he can be uh, very aggressively filtering people and he can fund way more mortgages because the thing is all these filters that he puts in place. So think of it this way. He says, hey, you need he only works with AAA clients. If you don't fill out the application, if you don't give me a credit card for appraisal, I'm not going to work with you. So he, he only works with the cream of the crop clients because of the volume that he has. So these are all deals that are like slam dunk deals or like layups, like bang, bang, bang. So that's the, that you have to keep that in mind. And he obviously is very smart. They work very hard to get this done, but it's because part of it is because of the, the position that he's in, as well as the filters he's put in place in order to do that. So that doesn't mean that for you, if you're listening to this going, oh, wow, that's crazy. That's not like, you. there's a great thing about gyms. You can learn a ton from Jim and how he runs his business and how he puts filters in place, but you're not going to be able to be Jim. So what can you do if you're just an average mortgage broker and you're trying to think what's a realistic number? So a couple of things, I'll, I'll share some insights that I've picked up from our coaching with clients. So the first thing I would say is that Once somebody starts closing more than five loans a month consistently, their prospecting typically goes down. So, and it's because of the paperwork. This is if you have no help. Keep in mind if you have zero help. And it's because of the amount of paperwork you have to chase down and the amount of, you know, and there's people that can do more than that for sure. So that's not the like, that, that is the, I would say that's the, the middle. That doesn't mean that there aren't people doing 10 consistently. 
It's going to depend on your lead source, right? That's going to affect it. It's going to depend on your lead quality. So if you've got like lots of online leads, you're going to be like, like one in 20, you're going to close if you're very aggressive. If it's all referral or past client, you're going to close 50% of them or maybe higher. So the lead quality, the lead source is going to affect it. And then of course, the types of files. So do you do AAA business? Do you do B business? Like if, if you're do B business where every file or non-QM stuff, every file is different. It's like a snowflake. Those are very hard to do efficiently and quickly and to do them like to do them at scale. So that's if you're at five loans a month, typically what we say to people is you're probably your next best bet to get the easiest way to get to 10 is to add some help, add an assistant. So I would say that for most people around five, and I have seen some of our clients have done 100 loans in a year with no help. I think it's a you can do it, but it is work. You end up working an insane amount of hours unless you have really, really high quality leads that have come from a really good referral source, then you might be able to do it and still have somewhat of a life. Now, the other question, there's kind of a secondary question to this is what if you're a mortgage broker and you're hiring an underwriter? So let's say you're the mortgage broker, you're doing everything yourself right now, and you're going to add someone to your team and you want them to do the underwriting for you and they don't have to do any prospecting. So if you've got somebody who's just processing files, so this is my business partner, would be a perfect example of this. And so she has two team members. She's got one person who does just underwriting, does deals with lenders, lawyers, and appraisers, and then someone else who deals with clients. Of course, she does strategy. And so she's they're doing they can do 10 to 15 loans a month, no problem. And I think that one underwriter, if they're working a normal amount of hours in a normal market, would be doing 10 to 15 loans a month. And if you want to, and it's going to depend on again, lead quality, lead source experience of the underwriter, it could be a little higher. But what will end up happening is in order to get more capacity at person. So you're like, okay, how do I get more capacity out of this underwriter, you have two options there. So you got this underwriter who can maybe close 10 loans a month for you. And you're like, this is great, Scott, I'm doing 10 loans a month, I got my underwriter helping me, I want to go to 20, you either have to and I've seen two different models, you have to go out and find somebody else, another one of them, or you get someone a support person who's a junior to help with some of the paperwork and document collection, and that person would end up giving them more capacity. So you can actually create more capacity for your, your underwriter. So the answer to the question is, can one person do 250 loans a month? Yes. If you're Jim Lucas, if you're average mortgage broker, I would say no, don't even attempt that unless you have a, a very similar business model and opportunity like Jim has. I think that more realistically that if you're an average mortgage broker, once you start to hit more than five loans a month, the way to go to 10 to 15 the quickest, and this has been proven true in our coaching program, is you get help of some sort. And then once you have that underwriter, if you want to go from 10 to 20, then you need to add more support. So that would be my answer to that question. So thanks for checking out this episode. In the next episode, I'm going to share with you a really simple test you can use to determine if you're organized. So you know, we'd have clients come into our program and we'd have to figure out, are you organized? I got a really simple four question test that I'm going to share with you that you can determine really quickly. I can almost with 80, 90% accuracy determine how organized you are as a mortgage broker with this quick test. So in the next episode, that's what we're going to talk about. One last thing before you go, this is a new show for us. Obviously, we still have the I Love Mortgage Brokering podcast, which you can check out. We do interviews over there. But if you could do me a huge favor, if you could go subscribe to this show, leave a review. I'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. I really appreciate you. And we'll be talking soon. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.